shocked that, that, that I wasn't early to the party. So I'm, I'm stunned still. All right. Now well, hello, wonderful, wonderful patrons of the arts. Is that right? No, patrons of all things sound. <laughs> I think I'm getting confused by the, uh, the uh, PBS pledge drives and such. Yes, man. Yeah, brought brought with, from the due to the generous support of people like you, Viewers TV channeling, like you, exactly. <laughs> TV channeling. No listeners like you keep TV channeling going. Exactly. So more NPRish, huh? Kinda. Anyway, welcome back to another week of TV channeling. I don't know why I said it like that. But my <laughs> name. <laughs> okay, save that for next year's Halloween special, Tachi. <laughs> that did sound ghoulish. I don't know. <laughs> that was supposed to sound like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I need some sleep. Welcome back. My name is Tachi, and I'm here with... Your co-host, Kevin. And yes, this is TV channeling. And this is yet another TV channeling special. So we have so much to give you. We can't do it in one part. We're doing it in two parts. And it's such a big job. <laughs> Just Tachi and I alone cannot lift this huge monster two-part show. We had to call in backup. And that backup is one Tone Show Nunez, friend of the show Tone. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. And Tachi, I love the way you said that. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> hey, Tone. <laughs> We're so happy to have you aboard. So, Tachi, what is this two-part spectacular about? And why are we doing it? Because Kevin said we had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I was trying to throw to you, but I will just go ahead and, and run with the ball myself. We're doing a YouTube spectacular, and this is the reason why. You already know that my co-host will not spend an extra dime if she has to, which is Damn why right. we will not. We we are. It's very rare that we're reviewing an HBO show unless there isn't of uh, unless there is a free preview weekend it's not happening people damn right so i have for quite a while wanted us to go behind the red curtain i wanted us to go in deep into youtube but we couldn't go into youtube red because there was a wall what kind of wall a paywall <laughs> which is very scary to Tachi as you could hear terrifying stuff so apparently uh, the wall is a tumbling down so Tachi give the people some words on that okay so what YouTube originals were on YouTube premium. So a couple of years ago, actually it's two years ago now, they started to reorganize things at YouTube. And you had, of course, the YouTube that those of us groundlings watched for free. And then they had a YouTube premium. And as part of this YouTube premium, if, if people were going to pay for things, they had to have things that were uh, exclusive to YouTube premium. And this is where the concept of YouTube originals came in. So... I I don't know specifically the reason, but I think I can guess that the premium tier is not as robust, I think, as they would like it to be or in terms of people paying for it and subscribing to YouTube premium. I really don't know the numbers, but I can probably guess most probably they weren't as 
as healthy as they would like. And as such, what's happening is they are now, the paywall is coming down and YouTube originals are now going to be available to everybody. So now, yes, you can watch cat videos along with some great premium programming. Now, what I'm not, what I'm not sure about is what's going on with YouTube premium. Is it still going to exist? Because the idea, I just got offered a chance to have the YouTube premium, but the what they're selling it as is the ability to watch watch YouTube without commercials. So is that the only draw? And if that is the only draw, then they need to lower the price because they're asking for $10 a month. It's one thing when you're asking for like $10 a month and you're giving us original programming as well as the ability to watch our favorite YouTube videos without seeing a commercial every two and a half minutes or a commercial before everything we want to we want to watch. So they need to lower the price. In fact, before they lowered the paywall, they should have lowered the pay price. If well, you I ask feel me. Like- I feel like after that preamble, you 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 should know the answer. <laughs> I feel like you know the answer, and you're about to tell us. But no, I do okay. not know the answer. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying I don't understand why they chose not to do. I'm okay. not going to say Itachi because you do this to me all the time. So you just oh, go ahead and say it yourself. Can I tell you right? <laughs> can I tell you? Go ahead and tell me. Tell the because, world because it's too much like right. <laughs> but but here's the thing here's what's included and to me this doesn't seem like reason enough you do if you are subscribed to premium will have early access to um to the original and exclusive content that supposedly your reason this is according to variety that's supposedly a reason to pay to me i don't know how many people are like me but i can hasten to say they're probably a lot i'll wait it out oh absolutely (laughs) we waited it out for years before (laughs) we were willing to wait for years so yeah the idea that they think are going to make us oh these people get to watch these premium episodes a week before you do kevin oh well that they can tell me if it's worth watching or not thank you i appreciate that (laughs) exactly that's a benefit now the way that i understand kevin and tachi they have a a couple of options for people for example i jumped on the three month um free trial which i thought was very generous three months right yeah that is normally lots of things are very very short uh windows like hulu you get like a a you get seven you get seven glorious days of hulu Mm -hmm. and that's it now with with youtube premium right now i see that they have an option where you get youtube music for 12.99 one month which i thought was a lot uh, it is a lot. And what what do you get with YouTube music that you're not getting from Spotify or from uh, Apple Music or well, Pandora? It, from what I understand, the benefit here is for me, for example, like a lot of people um, just go to YouTube for music and they want the option to be able to minimize because most people listen on, on mobile devices, obviously, and they want to be able to minimize and walk away from that app and do other things on their phone while they're listening to YouTube music. So that's twelve ninety nine, and I'm not sure if that's comparable to what iTunes. I mean, I mean Apple Music or Pandora, like you those said. are both ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm, so the, $10. Uh, the yeah, the idea that you're going to pay more just for the benefit. No, they always like because whenever you if if I'm watching them on YouTube and I close out YouTube to go to do something else, it's like wouldn't wouldn't you like the window to stay open or whatever? Wouldn't you like to keep uh, YouTube to stay open? I'm like, yes, really. I would like it to stay open, and I'd like you not <laughs> to charge me to do it because <laughs> like other apps so so um yeah i'm uh the idea that that's the the major benefit is being able to have youtube while you're li- you can i can listen to spotify 
Spotify and open mail. I can shop. I can go to Twitter. So the idea that they're doing something special by allowing you to use two apps at the same time is like not exactly mind blowing. Well, here's the thing with YouTube. Obviously, you can have that option if you pay. If you are a premium member, you have that option to be able to close out the other app and do some other things. The reason you can do that with Pandora and Spotify is they are you know, very much ad supported. They have a lot of um, sponsored content, excuse me, ads on there, uh, on there, which allows you to do that. So I don't know. I, I have not well, listened okay, to well, YouTube the, music to know. Yeah, but first, their... but, but again, uh, the, I don't know if you've been to YouTube recently, but there's ads everywhere there. Yeah, and... no, there are ads, but I don't know how they, how they, they've leveraged that if they've done it in the same way of uh, Pandora and Spotify, which allows them to do that type of thing. And remember they didn't start YouTube music as a free thing. They started it as for, you know, uh, with, with a free tier that well, Sp um, well, Spotify has all Apple has never had a free tier. They haven't, they've had a free trial. Um, and the funny thing is um, look, who's come back a call into Kevin uh, uh, Apple music, Initially, when they first when they first launched, they were offering a free three months to try and wean everybody off of whatever service they were using. And so I had it, but I had there was a lot of hiccups with it when it first came out, and I was having issues with my iPad in it and my speakers, all kinds of problems. And um, I was dealing with their tech people, all kinds of issues. So when we finally when they finally figure out what was going on, what the problems were. They told me, well, we solved it, and now you shouldn't have any more problems. I'm like, well, this is already two and a half months in, so you solved it great. So are you guys going like, to give me, start over my clock for my free trial? Like, no, but you've helped other people. I'm like, well, yes, I love helping people. I love helping the world, but I'd also like you guys to help me to a full three months was what you guys promised. And they're all like, no, but thank you. And so then, <laughs> so after that was my my uh, 15 minutes of uh, no problem free service ended i moved immediately over to spotify and never looked back never so what do i keep getting whenever i open my music uh, uh music on my ipad from the music i actually already own i get an offer from uh apple kevin come back for three luxurious months i'm like too late i've moved on well uh -huh. the world should uh, be now free of unseasoned food because Kevin has enough saltiness <laughs> to solve all of that. I am high in sodium. It's true. And shade. And shade. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so all that aside. <laughs> all of this to say, we're actually reviewing two YouTube originals because of the fact that this paywall is about to come down and they're starting to release slowly and sh but surely some of these originals so kevin what are we watching today or what did we watch in our review all right today? so yeah the the paywall is coming down so we thought we should tell you guys about a couple of the more interesting looking youtube originals so the first one that we're going to talk about is impulse and let me tell you guys a little bit about it uh when her mom's boyfriend thomas decides to sell henry car Henry enlists the help of high school basketball star Clay uh, to steal it back but when Henry experiences uh, inexplicable seizures uh, things quickly escalate beyond her control so 
Um, let's talk a little bit about the show. The show is definitely sci-fi. If uh, you people haven't figured out that this, uh, with a name like Impulse and Spooky Seizures, that it's it's sci-fi. This show began with like a really epic kind of thing. I mean, the very first shot we see is two people having some kind of fight on a a on a uh, iceberg out of like in the middle of the ocean and it was so vast and so incredible looking so what what did you guys think of the show or in the beginning of it let's go with our guest did we even introduce our guest yes we did i gave him an incredible introduction wow you really did you really did sorry (laughs) i forgot anyway anthony tone show nunez our (laughs) favorite youtuber who is a friend of the show who we have back over and over again cool i just needed you you to do that again (laughs) and we could not do a youtube two-part special without having our in-house youtuber join us wonderful I'm okay. I'm good. I just needed you to do that again. Thank so, you. in-house YouTuber, what did you think of the uh, of the YouTube original series, Impulse? So, thank you for that warm, amazing intro, Kevin. But but only after you know Tachi coached you. But, but I uh, oh, <laughs> listen to the tape, people. Listen to the tape. He has been introduced a couple of times now. Uh. So so Pulse, a YouTube original. Um, let me first set the scene for folks. This this is um this is based on a Stephen Gould. I'm hope I'm pronouncing that right. Novel and Stephen Gould is a novelist who's known for his particular novel, which you guys probably remember is the 2008, the novel that was adapted to create the movie Jumper. If you guys remember Jumper, yes, I do. Yeah, so, I didn't see it, but I remember it. Um, so you didn't miss out on anything, Tachi, because Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, didn't, it didn't look appealing. So it did not. Know. It was not an appealing movie. Um, I, I will say that I'm. I'm not saying this is because of the 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 original the author of the original novel, Stephen Gould. I'm just saying that the movie itself didn't work. So when I I read that um that Pulse is actually based on a. It's book. actually Impulse. It's Pulse or Impulse. 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 Look at that. You corrected me already. So when I when I read the Impulse is based. <laughs> that's on part of book. being on the show. Well, that's part of having Kevin there. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, is uh is a based on um on a book by Stephen Gold. I was like, wait a second, that's that jumper guy. <laughs> so I I went in uh, feeling a little bit hesitant. I didn't know what I was gonna get. Uh, but like you said, Kevin, now that we set the stage and they know that pulse and impulse and jumper are related, uh, I would like to you to take it from here. All right. Well, um, like I said before, so it begins with uh, uh two people having this epic battle that starts off on a uh iceberg in the middle of nowhere in the middle of an of the antarctic or something and then as they're fighting all of a sudden they're on a subway it seems in the middle of new york or something and then they're back on the iceberg back and forth back and forth and it was an incredible sequence uh, personally what did you guys think of it 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 really was first of all the first thing that i noticed was that the person that was I know. on the glacier was Keegan-Michael Keefe of yep. Key and Peel fame. And I was like, we're so used to seeing him in a comedic light that I was like, wait, why is Keegan-Michael Key there? But I mean, and we haven't even really heard him speak yet. We don't know what this is about, but the intensity of that scene, the fighting, the going back and forth, I kind of guessed that there was some sort of kinetic energy or some sort of portal or something that was happening between that glacier and the New York City subway. 
I'm guessing it's New York City subway. It looked like it. It looked like it was New York, but it was some subway somewhere. It was right. it was spectacular looking. And so let's let's okay. I'm always not, ne- not I'm never, the subway, the scene. Yeah, I'm never <laughs> sure about how much to share when we're talking about uh, when we're talking about a show with, that has some mysteries in it. But we're gonna just we're gonna you know spoiler alert people. So uh, this is, we're only talking about the first episode. So relax. We've only seen the first episode. Unless anybody cheated. Did anybody cheat this time? No. This time sir. nobody cheated. Nobody All right. Cheated. So. <laughs> Okay, so this is our impressions of the first episode. So yes, there's this is sci-fi. So this guy, one of this guy has a, a, the ability to teleport, and it seems that there's a way that he gets rid of his enemies. He if he touches you, he can and he teleports. He can take you anywhere. He reappears, and if he if you're touching him when he goes away again, then you go where he went. But if you can't, if if he can escape you, then he can teleport and strand you anywhere. And if you strand somebody on a glacier and they're wearing like a t-shirt, they will not be around much longer. So that was kind of interesting. So we cut to uh, uh, Henry, who is a girl. Um, always love it in in TV shows and movies when you have a girl and her name is like Dylan or something like that. Or no, Frankie. she's gonna be a she's gonna be a badass who <laughs> doesn't take any crap from anybody. <laughs> 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 so of course this henry also is a badass who also is tagging because that's badass destroying other people's property D- don't do it kids anyway so it was it uh so anyway so we see her she's in a new town she's kind of struggling to make it we learn uh uh pretty early into the episode that her mother and her have uh moved to several different towns her mother's had bad luck with relationships and men and basically uh henry uh uh, says to her mother like you know what we're only gonna be here for like another six months because that's our pattern we're we're someplace for six months and then you get bored with the guy or something doesn't go right with the guy and we're moving to a new town so she's in this new small town she's feeling uncomfortable kind of hemmed in there her mother's with this uh new guy and he has a teenage daughter they're both in high school uh henry's been having these series of seizures and because of that uh her getting her license is in jeopardy uh because yeah if if you're seizing up you can like crash so not a good idea probably to be driving but she's a teen who wants to drive and uh so these seizures keep happening and i'm gonna talk about this the epic thing that kind of gets our story going because it's revealed in the uh trailer so i don't feel like we're revealing anything too bad uh uh that uh you can't enjoy the show without knowing uh even if you hear this so these seizures uh, progress and they seem to happen when she's in uh, moments of stress. And we see one seizure happen in class when a teacher gets handsy and tries to like drag her out of the cl- uh, out of the classroom. She has a seizure and a classmate notices while she's seizing on the ground that the pins on his desk are kind of jiggling around. And then there's later there's another epic of uh, episode that's even bigger where uh, the this guy on the football team tries to doesn't try to actually does begin sexually assaulting her and uh she kind of goes carry on him unbeknownst to her it's not intentional she kind of goes carry and his car starts crumbling like a tissue and he ends up in a coma and she ends up teleporting all the way back to her bedroom at home along with the door to his car and you know this is the interesting thing about that the beginning scene 
really was a perfect setup and precursor to all of this because what it's revealed is that she somehow has this power to be able to teleport, but she has not wrangled it in yet. Well, not only she not wrangled in, she didn't even know what she had that power. Right, she's, right. No, no, no. She didn't know she had this power, and she does. She hasn't. She so she has no control over it yet. She's start. You know, she's starting to realize something is a little off. Then because she teleports back to her bedroom after that, uh, you know, the assault, and doesn't realize how she got there or what happened. But the car door was there with her. So not only did she teleport, but she ripped the damn door off of the vehicle and it ends up back there. So it, it's, it's painful. It's really obvious that this, that beginning scene set us up for what was going to happen next. And I wanted to say this. I think the both of you know how I feel about teenage angst. Drama, trauma things. I can't stand teenage angst. And I was like at the beginning of this, after the exciting beginning scene, I said, and then I saw her with her tech. I was like, this is not going to go well. Yeah, whenever I, I, see, when, see, when I, have, whenever I see people standing next to lockers, I'm just like, oh, okay, here we but go. But I mean, it's not going to go well for me in terms of liking this because you know I don't care for teenage <laughs> angsty stuff. And she's overly, my thing, because my thing is, and this is not to belittle teenagers and their angst. My thing is, what the hell else do you have to do but go to school and do well? That's your damn job. <laughs> Okay, oh not God. every teenager. There are some teenagers that have serious issues, but like, so, like this, I'm like, really? Is it necessary for you to destroy everything and just be? I don't get it. So that kind of annoys me. Mom, you're embarrassing me. I can't stand that. I hate <sighs> that. So let me just um, add a little bit of, of of coloring to what Tachi said. Add coloring, please. This um, this is this is a YouTube original, so we we are not surprised at all that there's a young cast here, and the the actress, her name is Maddie Hassan. Um, she's the one who's playing Henry. I thought she had a great vibe to her, like she had a real presence on screen. And let me also say that as far as angst, at the beginning of this episode, so this, this is a YouTube original, we're given a warning that says sexual violence warning on the screen. And this made me tense, guys, the whole episode, because I knew something disturbing was coming up. And, and I find I find it really disturbing, uh, especially when it's in a teen setting that this happens. Oh, it was it was absolutely disturbing the, when, when we actually get to it. It's disturbing when we get the warning at the beginning. I'm, I appreciated the warning uh, at the beginning for people that might be triggered, uh, letting them know that this may not be for them. And um, it, that it, it definitely isn't for young kids because that scene was very intense. Uh, uh, very intense. So uh, uh, be forewarned anybody that's uh, interested in watching this show. Uh, and you're right. Her performance, she she to me is somebody who's going to be on the rise. This girl has something, uh, and uh, I'm I have to say the uh, where the episode goes and how she acts before the seizures because basically at the beginning at the, at, through the course of the first episode, this only seems to happen when she's in some kind of jeopardy or she's nervous or afraid, and she has this tough exterior, but. Uh, 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 but when something happens, you know, she's, she's a young girl. And so we see this vulnerability and, um, as, uh, mixed with this toughness, it's an interesting combination. Her personality, the whole thing, her relationship with her mother is interesting. Um, this, the dynamic of when somebody has a single parent and how the, the, the kid and parent relationship kind of gets blurred into kind of like a friendship or a peer relationship. So you have that whole thing. And, um, 
the not only is the boy who uh, sexually assaults her uh, the basketball star, but apparently his father uh, is pretty powerful in that town. And so there's a mystery about, well, so how exactly did Clay get injured? What happened to his car? This whole mystery. His father seems to also, not only is he powerful and, and uh, owns some kind of car dealership, but uh, apparently he may have some <laughs> kind of side hustle that uh, involves something that may, may be less than legal. Mm-hmm, let's just mm-hmm. say so because in show- a small town let's be real car dealerships can be profitable but when you're in a small town like that um yeah to have that kind of power you must be doing something else <laughs> i'm just saying i thought that was hilarious <laughs> not only is he powerful but he owns a car dealership <laughs> 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 Well, I meant to say I don't even know if I is that what I actually said because I meant to say that he's 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 powerful in that town because he has he has a lot he seems to have the biggest business and has a lot of money, but it isn't all coming from the car dealership. There may Hell be other no. reasons why he uh, seems to have the power that he seems to wield because all of a sudden somebody the the the, the police department is going to heads are going to roll to arrest somebody ASAP for what they believe was a hit and run of mm-hmm. uh, of a. Uh, play so we know that as the audience that there was no car accident as far as a hit and run but somebody is arrested asap well and here's the thing there's there are not not necessarily about the the accident but dealing with that there's this level and display of toxic masculinity there Aside from the fact, so one thing that that I notice is, uh, what what's his name? Clay. Clay. Chloe. Clay. Chloe. Clay. So typical name <laughs> of a jock. The way that sounds. <laughs> How many Clays do you know that are jocks in these things? So when Clay is, there's a pep rally at the beginning. And he's like, what did he say specifically? He said, somebody, we're going to whoop their A's. You'd, I, I don't know any school where it would be okay for high schoolers to use that word. Wow. That just I, doesn't make... So that that already is setting the scene for, okay, there's this hyper-masculinity there that involves profanity. Then you see this attempted... Um, this Well, the attempted rape and the sexual assault. You also see how his father treats him, roughs him up and hits him and basically that type of thing. So there are displays of toxic masculinity all throughout this which kind of are is building up to this pinnacle moment of where he tries to where he does sexually assault her and attempts to rape her oh yeah absolutely there we see uh where clay gets this from from his father uh the way his father treats him and doesn't seem to respect boundaries and is like almost physically assaulting him in the parking lot of the high school but as far as the idea that the the way that pep rally scene went i think a lot of uh, a lot of schools have pep rallies just like that and they use just that kind of language when they're revving the crowd up for the big game because i guess in some of these towns it's like all they have going on is you know their sports are it's huge for them and um everybody's there the whole town shows up for every game so it's a big deal and in a small town where there's not a lot going on and you're the star of whatever basketball football team then you you pretty much rule the school and the town practically i guess so especially when your dad has money so yeah oh well okay well there's that thing too i guess they allow certain behavior because of um who his dad is but i'm like i'm sorry whenever we had pep rallies they 
Miss Whitman would have shut the whole damn thing down. <laughs> had any she and she really would she would have shut it down if anybody would have said any a up back to your classrooms. So <laughs> I <laughs> I just can't fathom having such a brashness or brash language at a pep rally. I can't fathom that. Yeah, but I, you, I don't think you grew up in some little like you know town where the no, biggest thing in the town is city. like a, a you know is a grocery store or something. So <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a big part of uh, the the. I mean, look at that show Friday Night Lights. I mean that that was a whole about the whole kind of vibe that how the whole town is focused and on this you know the sport is the uh, the the thing that the whole town kind of hangs on uh beating the other rival schools so well tone you you went to high school at one point <laughs> <laughs> and didn't you go to high school in Tupelo Mississippi tell us about it <laughs> um, they, go ahead sorry. I'm sorry go ahead Taji no i was i just wanted to know your experience with pep rallies if you ever experienced something like that uh, no, I went to Dwight Clinton um, in in the Bronx, and uh, we never had any type of that, that behavior inside school. Maybe outside of school, but but not not inside school. I found the 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 story like at first, like I felt the same way as you, Tachi. I was like, oh man, I don't know the high school drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like the, the the science fiction element and and how it was weaved into the narrative. A lot of times we 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 see a sci fi show, and I love sci fi, but the whole show basically. Um, uh, circulates around the fact that this is a sci-fi show. In this case, I think they did a, a great choice, which was the na- the sci-fi element is weaved within the narrative, and they they're basically one at this point. Uh, and I find it very hard to separate the, the what happened in the story with, with, with the with the powers that she does have. And I thought that was interesting, and it gave it a little bit of flavor. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Ab- I absolutely agree. I agree. Uh, but as far as the the masculinity and the toxic masculinity, I, I thought it was a little bit cliche because we've seen this so many times where the the football player, um, you know, he 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 acts in a way which we actually expect him to act like a dumb jock or someone who uses his um who who gets uh, emasculated by his father, then he has to you know push on uh, try to sexually assault a woman to feel powerful. Like I, I know it's cliche and it still happens, but I I, I was hoping that, that the show wouldn't just fall in that trap. That's how but I you know what? It. They totally mixed it up, Tone, because he was not a football player. He was a basketball player who Ooh. was being abused by his father and needed to feel powerful by abusing a woman. So they mixed it up. Give him credit where credit's due. Oh, oh. Sports. I'm sorry. I can't tell the difference between football and basketball. <laughs> Whatever. Let me throw a ball somewhere, damn it, Kevin. I'm a geek. Okay. Well, you know what? I, and I, I think, Tone, I agree with you. Maybe they could have done something differently, but I think that still today, especially if we're talking about in a small town, sports rules, like you said, okay, in the South especially, they will kill people over their uh, high school and college sports. They were, To them, those sports are more important than NFL. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One thing they didn't, they don't make clear exactly where, the, where I, don't, I didn't hear them explain where they are. In well, the they're country. in New York because I looked at the um, license plates. They had New York plates. So they're somewhere in New York because it's yeah, well, snowing. I, I was going to say, all I knew is that it was someplace where it snows. And it's like, someplace pl- in New York. We're not, I'm not sure where. Well, also, uh, there was a character, and I can't remember her name, but she was a police officer, and she uh, ends up picking up Henry when she's out doing her nightly tagging. And um, there's a, a little uh, 
exchange between them where she says to where the officer says to her i know what it feels like to be the new girl in town believe me uh but this particular town doesn't do newcomers well and as we as the episode plays out and we see how quickly someone is arrested for injuring clay who clearly we know as an audience had nothing to do with this whatsoever. Uh, I've, uh, and the idea of when the uh, officer asks, she says, well, uh, can I see the car that supposedly, cause they're claiming it was a hit and run. Can I see the, see his car and the, sh- and the, the, the sheriff or whatever is all like, you know, no, we don't need to see anything. This was a hit and run, pure and simple. No need to look at any kind of evidence or anything. I'm like, yeah, why would you want to bother with evidence when we're talking about a crime? That's crazy talk. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So, okay. Um, So we got another show to review. So let's get to the time where I asked you guys the question that I love to ask. So first up, Tone. Are you going to keep watching uh, Impulse or are you going to change the YouTube channel? I... um... I'm going to keep watching. I, I was really drawn in by the opening scene, like you guys both um, by, um, both stated. Like I was really curious to see who was those people being left in that Arctic scene. I'm really um, curious to see um, what's the whole story at the end, what happens at the end. I don't want to ruin the whole episode, folks, but something happens at the end, and it made it a little bit more interesting. So I, I, the, the story outside of what's happening with the main character of Henry, it interests me, and I will keep watching. All right, what about you, Tachi? I need you to ask me the full thing. <laughs> so, Tachi, when it comes to the YouTube original series, Impulse, are you going to keep watching or are you going to change the YouTube channel? At this particular point, this particular juncture, I happen to be very intrigued. And as Tone said, I'm I'm drawn in by that opening sequence. I want to know what happens. I want to know whether or not there are going to be other stories that are intertwined with this as well, as opposed to the main uh, characters, Henry, etc. So I am going to keep watching. And you, Ke- Kevin, are you going to switch the channel or keep watching? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tone. <laughs> I was about to set it. Tone beat me to it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you know what? I have to admit, I, I the moment I saw that she had a book bag and, and there was lockers, I'm like, oh, I just, <laughs> I, you know, because honestly, I am so uh, invested. I'm, I'm already in high school uh, at Greendale over uh, watching uh, Sabrina. I'm like, can I handle another troubled teen right now in my life? <laughs> But when when that teen has badass superpowers of teleportation, yes, yes. <laughs> no, um, Henry has me in. I I told you I love girls with boys' names that are badass and they're trouble. And when they have when they have kinetic powers too, it's it's gonna be hard to keep me away. And the idea of how the person at the beginning of the episode seems to be dispatching their enemies is such an original idea uh that i've never seen anything quite like it um so i am I'm, I'm in i do need to see and i will say this much the uh, uh there is already a second season uh that uh is gonna it's already gonna be a second season so if anybody's like worried about like where well, i want to get invested in a show and not know what's gonna happen with another season there will be a season two of impulse so that gives us some hope it depends on uh i think the uh the season is only like nine episodes so it's not a huge investment so um, I'm definitely going to uh, watch some more. Great. 
All right. Well, we, as you said, we have another show to review. Kevin, why don't you tell the people what show we're reviewing next? All right. The next show we're reviewing is another YouTube original, and it is called Origin. So let me tell you a little bit about it. So the passengers uh, awake. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. The passengers awake uh, aboard uh, the starship Origin, uh, abandoned in space. Uh, they search for other survivors but find something else entirely so what did you uh both think of uh origin guest wow i love being the guest (laughs) 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 so let me let me give him a little bit of background so um origin is created by mika watkins it's also written by mika watkins and this this is a a collaboration because she actually worked um on the first episode was directed by Paul W S Anderson, and when I looked them up, I was so happy to to find out that this is the same director that directed Event Horizon. If you guys remember that '90s movie, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was I was already a little bit more amped. One of the concerns that I had about YouTube, and I'm and I and I want to know if you guys had the same concern, was that these YouTube original shows would not have the quality of let's say of an Amazon or a Netflix show. And I'm really happy to report that when I saw that um, Paul W.S. Anderson was involved, and I know that he already had that film background, that the quality is definitely there in this YouTube in this um, YouTube premium show. What did you guys think about that? Okay, I got to say something really right off the top because you you jumped to something that I wanted to mention early on was the opening shot that gives us the audience the the idea of the incredible scope of the ship that these strangers are stranded on together that opening shot where he where the there's uh basically the show the episode begins with uh one person uh coming to uh waking out uh being brought out of out of a kind of a hypersleep kind of thing if you watch any kind of sci-fi thing people have to they put you in some kind of cryogenic sleep or something he wakes up unexpectedly they're supposed to all wake up once they reach this new planet this new kind of eaten they're all being sent to and he wakes up first and i gotta say something else i loved about this so when he comes out of cryogenic sleep he comes out naked and then there's like (laughs) and he notices like oh wait there's like a little bag of like you know mysterious space pajamas slash activewear so that was cool but like (laughs) no shoes so (laughs) just like why couldn't they give him like space slippers or something no shoes and so um when he stumbles around and then we uh he's like on this bridge and then we all of a sudden we see the ship in its entirety that he's on and that shot alone i think it costs more than i will ever spend in my whole life that's how big that ship looked it was an incredible uh vista what did you guys think of it so i was not surprised that they spent because you're looking at this youtube is competing in the digital space with the likes of hulu amazon prime video netflix being the biggest one apple uh which is just entering the uh, over the top originals game so in order to make any headway and to get recognized at all they had to come with it so i'm not surprised at all that they brought it and that they came with it uh I I expected nothing less, to be honest. I expected that level of Starship Enterpriseness. I expected because they would not be recognized as a contender otherwise. So bottom line, if they're going to do it, they had to do it well and do it big. 
Oh, and they did it big. This show has like movie caliber sets, sets that are vast and feel really, really big. Because, I mean, if we're going to be real about like, say, the original Star Trek, especially, and the idea of the vastness of that ship, but the smallness of the set of the actual bridge of it always felt like that's an awfully small bridge for such a big ship. This they in when they enter the bridge of this ship, it is the size of like an airplane hangar or something. It is impressive. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. absolutely, I agree, and it's very impressive. Oh, and so, also, well, I just want to say one other quick thing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so when uh, there are other people that all wake up, other passengers who also come out of their hypersleep, they all come out soaking wet, and they also found everybody else. Everybody managed to find their own sp- their space pajamas, but again, no space slippers. what was up with that i don't know maybe in uh future episodes you can suggest that uh, space slippers be um provided for them mysterious and let me add to what kevin just said so um they all wake up from these from this hyper sleep or cryogenic sleep and it's a very diverse cast i really like that youtube on this particular show um, said, hey, we're going to go into space and we're going to reflect basically the population of the Earth. It's a very diverse cast. Um, different languages are being spoken. And something that I found really interesting is that it doesn't matter how diverse YouTube gets. It never it never skews old. It's always skews young. Everybody is young and good looking. <laughs> oh, you know, you can, you, can, you can be diverse is for ethnically and gender-wide, but you can't be diverse with with age. <laughs> okay, Everybody but, is a millennial. No, well, well, let's think about who we're talking about. This is YouTube. And they're pulling uh, quite a bit from the pool of talent that um, there, there are a lot of like some YouTubers that are part of these uh, these productions, some of their originals. So and, and, you know, it skews YouTube tends to skew young, even though everybody watches YouTube, YouTube skews really young. So there's a, I think there's a calculated reason for using a lot of millennials in these roles because that's okay. who's watching. OK, now, speaking of money. And it being on the screen. What did you guys think of super futuristic Tokyo? <laughs> super futuristic, uh, super fragilistic. <laughs> super futuristic Tokyo. It was very yeah. Super futuristic te- Tokyo was very super futuristic. It 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 was it was interesting. It, it was it was interesting indeed. Um, Paul W S um W S Anderson um also he's responsible for working on the Resident Evil films. Okay, and, okay. And those all take place in this um this weird like uh parallel future world. So I wasn't I was that that didn't surprise me that he did the ship well and that he did this weird Tokyo kind of like Blade Runner. I wasn't surprised at all. I really think it had a nice touch to it. Well, I wasn't surprised they did it. I was surprised at how good it looked for a YouTube original series. That looked like a movie. Well, okay, um, but this is this is what we need to stop thinking. YouTube original, because when we say that, we think of YouTube cat videos. But they are a studio, and they are producing high-quality, high-caliber stuff because they have to. They can't compete otherwise. So, you know, I think we need to get out of our heads. Not you necessarily, Kevin, but just in general that YouTube equals, you know, uh, uh, independent video because this end of YouTube is very much studio Hollywood YouTube and so it's going to look every bit as good as something that's produced by an original produced by Netflix or original produced by any other studio even though they're working probably with less money they are going to do everything in their power to make sure it looks just as good as something that came from Universal etc. 
Now, speaking of diversity, Tone mentioned the fact that there were uh, different languages being spoken in this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, was anybody else uh, excited when uh, there's two Japanese brothers, when we have a flashback from the ship back to futurist, super, super futuristic uh, Tokyo, and we see that one of the passengers on the ship has a brother, and um, one of the brothers is a cop, and one of, the, uh, one of them is when the mob, apparently something that movie novel writers people love cop and cop slash robber brothers so there's that going on but I, my favorite thing was when they were talking and they were speaking in japanese and all of a sudden they're uh they're no longer alone like w- would it be safer for us to speak in english and i'm like yes it would be thank you so no more subtitles <laughs> and they just and they spoke in english with absolutely zero accents <laughs> so right after that so i was like i was all about it Oh yeah, you know, language is intriguing and that this this uh film series is is an interesting study in languages and the role that language plays. So we we had um Japanese that was spoken. We also had was it um French that was spoken? I don't remember Russian, but for some reason I want to say that, but definitely Swahili was spoken. So there were a, a rash of different languages that were spoken, and it was it, this is what it reminded me of. So there are a couple of observations that I had. Excuse me, a couple of years ago, I'm drinking sparkling water. I don't know why I'm doing that on air. It causes gas anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> it matches your sparkling personality. Great, great. So please excuse my sparkling personality from coming out when I'm speaking. <laughs> So it reminded me of years ago, about four years ago, I went to the National Association of Broadcasters show and conference in Las Vegas. And during the engineering luncheon, that's when they recognize the people that have been instrumental in engineering and TV, etc. So I went to that luncheon and the the speaker was the founder of Mars One. This was exactly when I was watching this, oh my gosh, this is what this guy was talking about with Mars One. Even Elon Musk and his SpaceX and wanting to go to Mars, it's the same type of thing. So there is almost no such thing as sci-fi anymore because these things are all possible. Even teleportation mathematically in in terms of physics is is possible. It's just not been perfected yet. But um, it was interesting that I was like, oh gosh, this this is exactly what, you know, Mars One what, uh, is supposed to be. Good people that are diverse going to this inhabitable, which is not really inhabitable. Mars is not. <laughs> you have to live on the spaceship forever. Going there, you know, and, and having to work together and survive together. I could see, God forbid, something like this happening where there, you know, something, something happens or they're getting lost on the way there. Some nonsense. So it mirrored that perfectly. Also, there was an article in space.com that was talking about some of the parallels. Now, this is not a new theme. People have been exploring other planets and going uh, going to other places and other galaxies forever, whether it's cartoon or live action. So he had some interesting observations. He uh, said, every writer is influenced by the work of others, but the influences here are obvious. And the plot shown in the trailer and the footage unveiled so far feels like a checklist of cliches. So he said this crew wakes up on a giant ship and everyone has disappeared. Check dark matter. 
Cruz was said on said ship because they were part of a huge expedition leaving Earth. Check. Lost in space. Crew uh, was... Uh, sorry. And then... Creature that somehow got on board appears to have killed many of the other crew members. Check alien. So this has been done before, but we can say this with everything. There are no new stories. There are just new spins on it. So I'm I'm going to be interested. It's going to be interesting to see what new spin they put on it in subsequent episodes. Oh, well, this this show is absolutely an amalgamation of a couple different things. One of the first things I saw a parallel to was, does anybody remember a uh a, a kind of a sci-fi uh cult classic called the cube i remember mm-hmm. the cube. anybody yep yeah so at the very beginning people waking up in a strange futuristic place they don't know where the hell they are was like this was straight out of the cube a rand a ragtag group of people who don't necessarily know don't, don't know slash like each other having to kind of work together and some people willing to basically screw them screw themselves in the group just to settle a grudge or something this has that written all over it also flashbacks to we're stranded someplace flashbacks to before we got stranded in our life before and why we're here now lost it is absolutely ripping mm-hmm. off of lost with mm-hmm. that yep. and and then when uh you mentioned the fact that the that who's behind this and being behind resident evil there's a sequence where we kind of see the result of whatever is on the ship and i'm like i was getting super resident evil vibes when we start seeing that person reacting to whatever has happened mm-hmm. to them yes. and i was like yeah okay i feel like i've seen this before but it's it's the the question is if we're going to be into this amalgamation and comparing it to lost in space i will say one thing that lost in space has more more uh credibility which i feel crazy saying that using the term credibility and lost in space but uh, the reason why i say lost in space has more credibility than this is the premise in this is it that your past stays on earth that one of the ideas of getting you to go and do this is the idea that you can start anew there's no records following you so if you have a criminal past or anything like that that what happens on earth stays on earth kind of thing but the idea is if the if the future uh is kind of messed up probably be based on a lot of things that are happening right now based on who's president right now then it does make sense <laughs> that there will be some problems <laughs> in the future absolutely can buy that part but what doesn't make sense is that you need to have criminals that are going to be willing to go to this future planet it's like anybody at least on lost in space the best and the brightest were the ones that got to go to uh this new eaton not just the the basically this kind of feels more like what the, the story of uh of um uh australia where it was like a prison colony kind of thing <laughs> oh god is um no just i love australia you guys mates you, you mates are all right with me no, no, it's true, but um, to tell the truth and shame the devil, it was a penal colony. That's how it was started. <laughs> That's how Australia was started. But uh, you know what? And, and you're sorry, right. Kylie Minogue. I still love you. I can't get you out of my head. Oh gosh. Anyway, you know, it, what you're saying does make perfect sense. Absolutely. I I think though, if we're if we let's get deep for a minute, where there are anyone under the right circumstances can display aspects of criminality so simply because individuals are the best and the brightest when it comes down to some you know survival and something happens 
criminal acts are are uh, com- committed all the time. No, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, um, remember, uh, we reviewed Lost in Space, and in Lost in Space, you had to go through this rigorous thing to be to be chosen to be one of the people that ended up going being a part of the program. Yes. In this, the whole idea, they're actually they're 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 getting people, they're luring people with this whole idea that we're wiping the the slate clean. So they're basically the they're getting people who are like serial killers and stuff like that a chance to start anew on a new planet. And I'm like really we can't if, if if things are effed up on earth you think they would be able to get like a little bit better caliber of people who who yeah, were going to no, start no, no. Off, start this new colony and off. i get i get what you're saying i'm just looking at it from a philosophical standpoint because if you remember in lost in space and uh tone i don't remember i don't know if you if you watched lost lost in space i would think i was actually he reviewed it with us with Tachi. You yeah, yep. you wait. Are, did he? What yep. is that damn water doing to you, Tachi? You need to drink. You <laughs> I don't. Need to drink I, why, did water. I, why did I not remember that you review? You did review Lost in Space with us. That it was sci-fi. Of course you did. Of I'm course. Tired. All anyway, right. Yeah. Flat so, water from now on, Tachi. And no next more, time yeah. we'll be sparkling water too. So, <laughs> so I, I in Lost in Space, if you remember. There was a little bit of something that like there was not who was it one of the children or something did not get accepted right away so yeah, she but, 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 papers. But, but base but, but but remember the Will Robinson danger uh, uh Will Robinson was incredible on everything except for there was some kind of uh, thing he had to do some kind of swim test or whatever mm-hmm. and he hesitated and even that hesitation was enough to basically get him out of the running because they had all these other people were incredibly brilliant specimens not just mentally but physically and so his mother to get her whole family on board she basically fudged an, uh, his score on that one particular part of it but everybody else was brilliant and the only person that ended up in the whole in the uh, lost in space who wasn't brilliant was dr smith who was a criminal who ended up killing somebody to basically get into and stealing their identity to be a part of it and i'm saying it's the re- opposite of this these people don't seem to really be the best and the brightest we're gonna i think we're gonna over the course of the first season we're gonna get each person's backstory because after the end of the episode they show us a little bit of a glimpse of the next episode and we're seeing some of the uh we're gonna learn backstory of some of the other people that are trapped on the ship and my guess is one of the characters actually asked is you know is it possible because you know uh she says the same kind of thing that her what pulled her there was the idea a chance to start over in other words she has some stuff in her past that she wants to leave in the past and she goes is it possible that we're in hell and so uh and, and so i'm thinking like i think you are home girl so well, <laughs> well okay so again my dear kevin i get that what i'm saying is i'm just looking at it from a philosophical standpoint philosophical only that at some point people do what you know levels of criminality are are interesting because what she did was not i'm not saying she killed anybody but she did do something that was criminal and illegal to get her son on there so at what you know when we talk about criminality i'm just looking at it from a a philosophical point of view not anything else no, but what I, I understand that, but I'm just saying the idea You keep that... beleaguering the point. No, I'm just looking at it from a <laughs> philosophical point of view. That's it. That's it. Again, you have to act up when we have company. Damn it, Tachi. No, that's usually you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a question that may be, may be a little less controversial. What did you guys think of the iPhone 3X? That, that they were rocking in the future. Those bracelets that turn that make turn your hand into a phone. 
it's already possible. I was actually th- there were a lot of like you said this was an amalgam of a lot of sci-fi. I, I was I would simply say it was Passengers meets Lost. I'm not sure if you guys saw Passengers. I saw Passengers. Yeah, so I, I know Passengers. I kept screaming, "This is like Passengers!" But that phone on their wrist was the only thing that I was like, "Okay, that's a little bit different." <laughs> the position. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the phone was pretty cool. Apparently, yes, Tachi is over it already. We don't even well, have because, it yet. Well, no, we do have it. See, here's the thing. Everything that is dreamed up uh, in, in media is usually already possible somewhere. So these things are already possible. So again, it's because, you know... Wait, I'm a minute, tech- Tachi, wait a minute, Tachi. They can't get rid of that stupid notch yet on the iPhone, but there's we already have the wrist, the, the hand phones are already in existence somewhere. Yeah, well, they talk, take that up with, um with uh, what's his name from Apple. <laughs> that's a... Tim that's Cook. A, yes, Tim Cook. Take that up with, uh, with Tim Cook. That's a, a design fault, in my opinion. But yeah, all of these things are, are 100, like totally possible. It's just, you know, there's several stages and we won't get into it now, but it's because I'm a tech person that I know I'm like, okay, this stuff is possible. When, you know, all these things go through, this is like the innovation stage, you know, for that type of thing. Then it has to come to a mass adoption stage until it's mass adopted, it really doesn't matter because that's when, you know, the mass adoption is what leads to the monetization stage. And that's all the companies care about. But that technology is possible. It's just not monetized yet. So nobody cares. All right. Well, you should, when you know, next time you find a video on YouTube of people having a, a, a bracelet that projects a phone onto their hand and they can actually interact with it like it's a touchscreen, you show me that video. Yeah, no, no, and- you can do that now. You can already, they already have projection touchscreen. So that that's are projected like- from your wrist onto your hand? If you look, if it's possible, not from your wrist onto your hand now, but it's possible to do. All right. Yeah. Absolutely, I, because that already exists. So it's just taking that to the next level. Well, again, they need it first. The level they need to take it to is getting rid of that notch on the iPhone 10. Lord, Tom, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say that Tachi hit a great, uh, uh, a great uh, point about uh, this particular show. This is a space show, a science fiction show, and me being such a big science fiction uh, head, this is this is this is where I love um, living. Um, one of the things that I feel like really sets the show aside as far as science fiction, besides this particular narrative of the show, is how far and how inventive in the future are we looking? And it's very hard sometimes when I look at these science fiction space shows. I want to be shown something different. If you are a, a someone who's writing science fiction, especially space science fiction, show us something that's never been done before. Take us, give us a new idea. And I felt like we were basically walking through the same steps that we've done before with this show. Nothing really that crazy inventive. Even like Taki said, the phones on the wrist, not blown, not blown away. So I, I was, it was kind of lacking as far as like um, new, new, um, new ideas as far as travel or even um, the way that the, the, the ship itself moves. The whole space sails thing was just like passengers. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, there have been solar sails in a couple of different movies. I think it, in Sun, I think there was a space sails. All right, so okay, solar well. sails. All right, so I guess we've, we've, we're done talking about this, so it's time for me to ask the question. Oh, one, 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 one more thing, let's say. The the one little bright spot that I was like, woo, I was like, I, I, think, I, I think I watched this. Uh, the wilding the wilding woman from Game of Thrones, Natalia Tina's in this, 
and I really dig her. I think that she brought a little bit of uh, as far as, as far as the cast that a lot of them um I may have seen once or twice. Like she's the the bright spot that I was like, I think I think she definitely makes uh brings a little bit of uh presence to the show. And she I wouldn't say she's an A actress or a B actress, but she definitely um uh, brings something. So I was happy to see her in this. Yeah, Lana was pretty badass. And so I look forward e- even though I will say, let me say one thing I do need to talk about. Is we're going to talk a little bit longer. One more cliche that bugged me that just like, ah, okay, at one point when they encounter counter somebody who something has happened to who seems to be clearly demonstrating that there's they're not quite right and so they're kind of mumbling something trying to say something and she leans her face really close yes to the person that they've seen doing exhibiting some behaviors that are against the laws of nature so i don't care how whispery they are or how i'd hand them a pen here write it down i'm not sticking my face right next to you that's when you run Exactly. You Thank run. you. Unless you're a badass on from Game of Thrones, then you basically lean your face in really close. It's like that. I don't know if you saw the the Halloween was it Jimmy Kimmel where they had uh, these kids go into like this haunted like house type thing, and you know one kid was like I guess you know just kind of like laughing, and you know the the I don't know what it was supposed to be like a Jason and uh jumped out and one kid was laughing one kid came up and and hugged him the other the, the, this little black girl walked and saw him he she said nope and walked out that's what you have to do <laughs> I you say nope i actually saw that. you saw this she said nope that's exactly what you have to do say yeah, nope they were, they were luring out. the kids in with candy and she was just like i'm not i'm not taking my i'm not taking my chance walking toward, towards somebody with a machete and a ski mask to get some candy exactly. bye exactly. and she just laughed exactly the voice of reason so all right so let's ask the question so tachi and tone are you going to keep watching the youtube original origin or are you going to change the youtube channel guest uh in the case of origin (laughs) um the fact that this is a show that's available free now and it's not uh, you don't have to pay for it. I really think that's that's really the the thing that's going to tip me over to continue watching because I am a little bit curious about what exactly is happening on the ship, even though we've seen so many things um, that are, I would say, unoriginal in, the, in this type of narrative already. But I think I'm going to continue watching just for the fact that it is available on um, YouTube Premium, which is free now. And there is a there is a story there that I'm curious to know what it's about. Kevin. Are you oh, gonna ask a, me again? Okay, uh, uh, I said ta- okay, fine. <laughs> Tachi, <laughs> I said both your names. <laughs> I need <Tachi>. my own. <laughs> oh my god, Tachi, are you going to keep watching the YouTube original series Origin, or are you going to change the YouTube channel? Now, I I am with Tone on this. You know, I don't pay for things. So if this was on YouTube premium, (laughs) the answer would be a resounding no or nope. Okay. Like that little girl in the candy and Michael Myers. But um, because it is, you know, they're bringing down the paywall and this is something that's available. I am interested to see what goes on with the, the various stories and what happens and who is no longer there anymore. I'm interested to see that. Although I, I feel that there are, 
They could have done a better job with some of the things to make it a little more original. Again, there is no such thing as an original idea anymore in this game. It's the spin you bring to it. I think they could have spun it more to make it even to make it more original. If you're going to spend the time to make a Starship Enterprise looking thing, then I'm like spend the time on the script to really flush out things and make it stand out because it's those little standout things that not only grab the audience, but will also grab awards and acclaim. So, and I know they're thinking about that. So I, I think that they're going to have to get tighter with, with uh, what they do with the script, but I am going to keep watching because I'm interested. So, which brings me to you, dear Kevin. In the case of the YouTube original series, Origin, are you going to keep watching or will you change the channel? Well, okay, this is kind of hard for me because I can deal with a lot of the cliches that they bring to the table, the space cliches, because that's just that's just like a Western. There's going to be somebody with a gun. There's going to be a cactus. There's certain things you can expect. And when people are in space, there's going to be hypersleep. There's just certain things you can expect. There's going to be some kind of weird thing that gets on board. I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is what we got from Lost. Too many, too much backstory to me takes away from like, I'm on, a, we're on a spaceship, there's a creature, I want to get back to that. I don't want to go back to the fact that like, you know, oh wait, your grandmother had cancer and that's why you chose to go on the spaceship. I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> back to the ship. What's going on, Sigourney? So, yeah. Um, I think that I would scan this show as in I might jump up a few episodes to see who, what, which members of the, our ragtag band are still alive yeah. by episode five or six and then get to ep the last episode to see like, is there, are there any answers to what exactly we're dealing with? What is it doing? Does it have any kind of sentiency where it's actually tried? Does it have some kind of plan other than just eating or whatever? What does it want? I'm interested in that, not mm -hmm. the backstories. Other than the backstory showing me cool, like, future tech. Now, when I see what somebody's, you know, cool house that does something super futuristic, I might want to see that. But other than that, I really don't care about the backstories. So I'm going to tentatively scan Origins in the future. Hmm. Well, that's wondering. I wonder why did I say that? That's wonderful. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's wondering. That's wonderful. So it looks like we're going to kind of all scan halfway watch to see. We're a little pensive about it, but um, it will be interesting to see what does happen with the series. And once again, thank you to Anthony Tone Show Nunez, the YouTuber extraordinaire, <laughs> and our. <sighs> And our, <laughs> our resident YouTuber, uh, who's always so willing to you know cut cut up with us. Thank you so much, uh, Anthony, for being here. And thank you so much, Tachi and Kevin, for um, bringing me onto this stage. I love be I love sharing my thoughts with you guys. Oh, we love having you. It's so much fun. Absolutely. So, you know, should I kind of tell the audience where they can listen? Yeah, where can they listen? And are there, are there even new venues to listen to TV channeling? Oh, like the old folks in the South say, let me learn you. Well, you can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, iTunes, I, sorry, TuneIn Radio, not iTunes, but iTunes too, but TuneIn Radio. You can also listen to us on tvchanneling.com, which takes you to our Podbean, 
and so excited about this. We are also now on WJMSradio.com live at 5 p.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday. Sorry, sorry, every Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, thank you. So every Tuesday you can listen to us live on WJMSradio.com. It's a new partnership we have. We're super excited. Thank you to Jamie and the entire WJMS radio team and Tone. They're actually out of New York. So this is a, a really cool thing for us, Our new, the new way you can listen to us. And oh my God, Tachi, if we can make it there, we can make it anywhere. You, it's up to you, New York. <laughs> new York. <laughs> and uh, before we get to our social, I'd love to uh, for Anthony Toncho Nunez, YouTuber extraordinaire, to tell us how we can reach him and how we can listen and or watch him. Why, thank you, Tachi. Well, you guys can find me at youtube.com forward slash The Tone Show. And if you guys want to tweet at me, it's at The Tone Show Show on Twitter. Where can they find you guys? Wow, we are everywhere on social. Thanks for throwing it to me, Tone. <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> we are on Facebook. We're on Snapchat. We're on the gram. That's Insta. And on my personal favorite, Twitter. And we are TV channeling everywhere. And we would absolutely love to hear from you. So if there is a show you would like us to review, if there's something going on in the world of entertainment or pop culture that you want us to talk about, we will talk about it. Let us know. And if you want to actually be heard here on TV channeling, you can either send us an audio file or you can message us on Anchor and we will play your question and answer it here. But it better not be rubbish or we won't play it. (laughs) We're very picky. We're very particular. (laughs) Very particular here. Well... With that said, we also would like to thank all of you for listening. It's because of you that we do this. You give us life. You give us a reason for doing it. You are the wind beneath our wings. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever know that you're our hero? (laughs) Exactly. You are the wind beneath our wings, and we thank you for being that wind. And with that, we're going to sign off the way we always sign off and let you get back to whatever it was you were doing before you were listening to us. I'll say bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it on YouTube, we're talking about it. You didn't let you, uh, what's the name say bye? Yeah, what's the name say bye? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) What's your name say bye? (laughs) Cheers. Goodbye. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha